see if this works. I gotta make sure to turn my volume off. I always forget to do that. Did you set up a? Um... Excuse me. Oh, there it goes. Sweet. We're up. Well, we're live. Oh, I do have a new product announcement too. Excellent. Excellent. Oh. Now, get Mike involved as much as you can tonight. And Mike, this is your time to shine. Jump in. Okay. Right. Just interrupt uh, Adam as often as you can. That's that which. That's the plan because I'm going to interrupt you. It's <laughs> pretty much how oh, it works. I see how it is. Yes. There, now, there may be a Zarzadek phone call. I don't know if you. Can oh. Yeah. It's... Oh shit! I better get that going. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I saw the light on the phone blinking. I wasn't sure what that meant. I'll t- I'll, ch- I'll check the voicemail. Yes. Voice.google.com. Tonight is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be F-U-N. Fun. Mm. <laughs> Live right now. Oops, I spelt it wrong. Okay. Live right now. This Our- is the part of the show where we... Uh, you know, all you have, Mark, all you, to all you have to do is just say arcaderadio.live. Gets them right there. Oh, okay. Yep. You don't have to do any of that nonsense with the thingy. You can. Oh, my God. This voicemail looks long. I like well, it. I like my po- it. My Pokeball's about to show up. Your what? Your, your what? My, is that my, your dinner? Yeah. I ordered a Pokeball. Pokeball. Sounds personal. Oh, pokey my bowl. Oh, you know, it's funny. There's one watching. It's because you're early. Did you set up a schedule? I did. I did. But who's the one? It's me. It's me. I'm watching as well. Oh, there's Peabody. Two watching. Nice. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. My sister. (laughs) <laughs> this is my sister. You are welcome to her. Number one prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wonder how many times we've said that on the air. Probably like at least ten. At least f- five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we think we're so funny. We are not. <laughs> we are. We are. We are very much not funny. We try. <laughs> I mean. Sometimes I, I pull out some good ones like the uh, world's worst um, pegging tool, but uh, I forgot what did I, what did I call it. I forgot called it something else. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Excuse yeah. me, infernal and such and such. I need to get a UV light just to accent here. <laughs> yeah, that's well. What's the one? Uh, is that a, a hue light bulb out there? The red one. The red one's just, it's just an Alexa. Yeah, I mean, just uh, whatever. Uh, I don't even remember what brand it is. It's not Hue. I don't spend money on that expensive stuff. I buy the cheap Chinese knockoff stuff. Yeah, me too. I'm using Wix. Although I did accidentally buy just the ones that do warm colors. It makes me so angry. <laughs> I saw a rainbow on the cover of the box, and I was like, this means it can do all colors, right? <laughs> no. No, no. It's not. Skittly doo bop, yeah. <laughs> is it live yet because I can't see the chat oh, oh yeah it's live you oh, just it's live. go to uh, arcaderadio.live oh okay I was okay. and you'll find it uh, yeah. still just Mr. Peabody 
Well, Mr. Peabody, know, we get What's up, early. Mr. Peabody? How you doing? You get, we should yeah. give him a prize for being early. Oh, shoot. I did, I did contact uh, the previous winner about that uh, win prize, you know. Okay. Crap. Are you looking for your prize? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just cover up my camera and walk around for a bit. I'll be right back. This is also what Adam does when he has to go uh, make a poo. So. That means his pants are off. <laughs> his pants? Is that where the prize was? was <laughs> He's digging around. I've got there a prize. I'll be dropping pants. Oh, no. That's considerably louder than it should be. That's fun. I sense that there's a disorganized thing happening that we're not being allowed to see. I <laughs> agree with that. What? It's over. <laughs> Those are very loud pants to take off. Yeah. Okay, so this one's got to go to Jerry tonight. You see? Oh, I like that. Yep. Um, I, I actually need a control panel welded. How about we do uh, Satan, uh, Satan's Hollow tonight as a gift? Oh, that is sweet. Where'd you buy that? Uh, so there's this guy. His name is Mike Page. Oh, yeah. And he freaking makes these. That's awesome. I want one of every game I own. And they're Exactly. And they're super high quality. They're like made out of like quarter inch wood. I mean, Mike, tell us what they're made out of. Yeah, wood. I uh, cut them all in a jigsaw. I sand them, file them down. I... I mean, they're, they're gorgeous, dude. And then I use like three or four layers of resin clear coating. So they're kind of like wall plaque, right? They are amazing. I, I, I mean, people sell... Okay, we're going to do these tonight. We're going to do Burger Time. Ooh, we're going nice. to do uh, Space Invaders and Satan's Hollow. Those are going to be how the do you, How do you do the art on them? Oh, I, I print them out on a high glass uh, photo paper. Yep. Yeah, they look That's like nice. the uh, the models that were made for Google Drawing or whatever Draw IO. Um, They're beautiful. Some, I have a few here, like uh, see uh, Mega Race and Bubble. Wow, very nice. Yeah, yeah, dude, those are so cool. So we're gonna give away those for what's in the juke tonight, which is Bond Night. Uh, it's where you go to jail, but then you get let out. Mr. Peabody, the answer to your question is yes, cool. I do still need my control panel welded. Uh, Louis should talk. Uh, shoot me a message on Facebook after the show, and let's I'll, I'll give you my number, and we can go from there. Because I think I think we should talk, because I, I need to get that crap done. There's ten. I counted, and it's not it's it's more holes than I thought that need to be filled. That's what she said. <laughs> yes! Oh, you got it in there. Thank you. Uh... Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey! Well, hello. It's nice hello, to see Master you. Hello, Master Armitage. He, he can't actually hear you because it's in my ears. I know, I feel like. <laughs> well, you can tell him that we said hi. So hey, I have Ty. the dog in here, too. Hey, Ty, hey. what's up, buddy? Oh. All right, guys. Tell him hi. hi. Thank you. Bye. See ya. See ya. Okay, go, go with Taylor. Call him. Can you shut the door? Thank you. All right. Bye. 
Somebody, <laughs> somebody found out what podcasts are. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Ooh. You know, it's like seven eighteen now. We got some people watching. Maybe we should start the show. What? Well, you know, I let's don't know. do it. I have a okay. Have you ever? Let, let me hold on. Let's do a, a quick uh, a quick survey. Don't order anything. First of all, don't um, order anything. My Alexa is, is acting up. Um, has any have you have any of you guys ever worn uh, suspenders? I have. When and why? In the nineties, when I was a prep uh, ish type guy, I wore I wore yeah they were part of my wardrobe. I have not, except I think in one musical I was in. Yeah, with one of those oh, well. collars that didn't like end. Remember those things? Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, it was freaking awesome. Mike Page, suspenders. Did you manage to escape them? I uh, wore them a few times in the 80s, but uh, yeah. not feeling it. No. I, in the 80s, I actually would leave them, like, I would have them on, but then they would just be hanging down the whole time. Like, sure. that was my look. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. Nice. Kind of like the overalls, right? You, but I never did the overalls. Oh, God. No, neither did I. That was a girl thing. Girls, and you know what? It was kind of hot. I liked it. Yeah, I like girls in overalls. Yeah, girls in overalls. That's that's kind of hot. Bring so, that back, you girls. Know, in a Dixie Midnight Runner sort of way. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. What about uh, that? Come on, Eileen, girls. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Let's, let's is that talk. the only show that? Is wait, that the only song wait a I'm second. Let's all take a moment and observe Brian eating. <laughs> because it's hilarious. I killed my sound. This is <laughs> great. It's good. It's I, you know. Everyone has to have a pokey bowl. I even went healthy. I got the quinoa. Quinoa? Quinoa. I love that it's just grains. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's a cool name. Brian Jones, Randy, welcome to the chat. Welcome. And we have, I'm going to just give a shout out to one of my coworkers who listens to the show every week, Mr. Joe H. Thanks for listening in. Joe? I told him I was going to give him a shout out tonight. All right. Yeah. Let's see, if this, let's see if this intro thing works. Okay. I don't know if it's going to work. All right. I want to do Brian's doing. All right. Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. Hello, Welcome to Season 4, Episode 9 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, February 6, 2020, and the time is now approximately 7.21 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcade Sphere. This is your host, Adam. Subtract. 
multiply. And I'm joined by my co-host, Mark, Time Runner Shields, and Paradise Arcade Shop Proprietor and Occasional Secret Agent, Mr. Brian Thurston Howell, Armitage the Third, and joining us tonight for the first time as a guest, Mr. Mike Page. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh yeah, we get. I gotta get some clapping. Yes, applause in there. One pause, applause. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're just gonna jump right into what you've been working on. Hey Brian, why don't you hit hit us up? Anything you're working on in the arcade world right now? Um. Well, I did. I am uh, having a playfield swapped out of my Centaur, which I'm pretty excited about. I have two Centaurs and a new playfield, so we're gonna have a playfield swap on one, and all the second best parts on the other. And we just got banned on YouTube. <laughs> what? And then uh, what? I picked up an Indiana Jones uh, pinball. Oh, so I'm pretty excited. An about Indiana that. Jones pinball. It had yeah. sat in. So you know how the artwork is always faded on the side. So this one looked really nice. I went and bought it, and the guy I said, you know, can you give me some history on it? He said, I, you know, I bought it eight years ago from a guy who had it in his basement for the last twenty years. That's why the artwork's so beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, you, you did shoot me a picture. It is unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah, I mean those reds, yellows, and oranges always fade on those. But I, I, I'm a little really bit nice. jelly. I'm a little bit jelly. So I'm selling Pinbot, and it's going to go right next to the Star Trek Next Generation. So I'm pretty excited about that. You're going to sell the Pinbot, but it's going to end up next to Next Generation. Well, so I've got uh, Pinbot, Bride of Pinbot, Getaway. And then Star Trek Next Generation is going to all slide he, down. He missed the joke. That's yeah. okay. Uh, I, I just kept going. <laughs> Plow through it. Mark. Uh, let me check my notes because I don't remember <laughs> what I'm working on. Oh, yes. I've been uh, restoring uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle I've had since uh, November. And uh, a lot of, you know, aesthetics you know i've been painting it and getting the coin doors looking good and stuff like that so i'm getting close i actually uh, i got the control panel right here oh my god that looks gorgeous so it's missing uh purple buttons i have these transparent red and i I put orange even though these are supposed to be yellow but they're michelangelo that's right. My wife was like, it's supposed to be orange. This yes. is like a blasphemy. And I'm like, I love, okay, I'll, I love your wife. But, oh, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then this purple, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about this purple. So it's coming. Excellent. Most excellent. Coming back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow I'm picking up a full face battle zone. It's hard to say that. Full-faced uh, battle zone. That, that's the one without the periscopic viewer, and the image is not flipped, and there's no mirror, so that'll be kind of fun. It, it's It's been in somebody's garage for si- 60 years or something like that. Oh, dude, I just want to make a shout-out to uh, – give a shout-out to Bredo. Bredo's in the chat tonight. Long time. Yeah, dude, he's like Clove legend. Uh, he's calling out uh, Mike tonight saying Mike is a legend. So that's freaking awesome. Welcome nice. to the chat. Uh, plus, you know, uh, Brian Jones is in there. Brian Armitage is Brian Armitage. Is, uh, who's Brian Armitage? And then Brian uh, Brian Jones is in there again. That's so weird. Anyway, yeah. um, and then last but not least, in two weeks, I will be at uh, the Manchester Theater in Manchester, England, to see the Back to the Future musical. So I will be missing that show. Well, that's why I'm wearing. I'm, that's why I'm dressed up as Marty McFly right now. I love it. I also hate it that you're not going to be on the show. But that's okay. Uh, it'll it'll be one a.m. and if I happen to be in my hotel room at that point, uh, maybe I'll call it. 
That would be hilarious. All right. Hey, maybe we get Bob to fill in for you. Oh, I'll, I, I, we'll have to ask him. We'll send him a message. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, so that's uh, Brian, right? That's Mark. Um, Mike, what you been working on? Um, currently, uh, I'm working on uh, fixing my crazy climber that broke on me again. Yeah. Uh, Tempest, Jungle King, Robotron. You're working on all those? Yeah, simultaneously. I do a bit. I work on each because I sure I get frustrated just sitting there for hours doing one thing, you know. So I do a bit on that and go do a bit on this. And I'm going to ask you to come a little bit closer to your computer. Okay. There you go. Perfect. So Robotron, what's wrong with Robotron? Uh, monitor is dead. Fixed it once. Died again. Oh. Uh, well, this is just a monitor problem. I'm going to say mine's a 4900 monitor, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Uh, and the and then the, the last thing you said you were working on? I, I believe it was uh, Crazy Climber or Jungle King. Oh, yeah, both those. So what's going on with those? I don't know yet. I haven't had time to look into it. So, like, I got so many damn machines. I have to, like, bring <laughs> rows and rows out. Uh, to, right. <laughs> so I have a Crazy Climber cocktail. Uh, it works. It just needs a... a one. It needs a... Uh, non-polarized cap because it's rolling mm-hmm. uh, uh, so that's an easy fix and then uh you said jungle king which is you know jungle king jungle hunt a favorite of mine it's a great game i love and that ele- game so and much. elevator action all on the same sort of uh hardware, hardware yeah but jungle hunt and jungle king i they, they have a soft spot in my heart because i i played that on my apple II, uh before i ever got to play it in the arcade actually uh, and then I just fell in love with it on the arcade because it's so much better. And then I learned like Jungle King was like the bomb because it has the Tarzan sample. So yeah, it's yeah. I have I have an elevator action. I'm going to put the the Jungle King Jungle Hunt elevator action kit. Oh, you that I got that you could actually switch between the games. Yeah, that yeah. is really cool. Who sells that? Uh, I think I got this from High Score Saves. Oh, I, the hell you say. Okay. Uh, it may have been arcade shop. I don't know. Yeah, I well, uh, I'm mad. I'm mad at High Score Saves because their uh, their Galaga High Score Save Kit is crap, and I need to go mm. and just get the other generic one that somebody else sells. They they do sell that kit though. That is from them. Yeah. Is it? No. Is it my turn? Do I get to go I'm now? Sorry, because I'm ready. Yeah. You. What are you doing, Adam? So my my Xenon Playfield swap is complete. Oh. He's cleaning his drum. It looks. Amazing! Did he mess up anything or anything when you were oh, doing it? Yeah, he totally messed up stuff. But he came out and fixed it for free. Wow! Yeah, so uh, there's a local guy by the name of Mark Meyer. He is a uh, former employee retired from Lieberman Companies here in town, which is the premier vending company in Minnesota. They 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 were pretty much the they owned the market. You know, anyway, Mark had worked for showbiz and for circus, and he owned a circus and he owned some show. He helped set up some of the showbiz bands. He's interacted with Aaron Fector. I want him on the show, but he is shy. So we're going to have some trouble getting him on, but I'm going to get him on the show. I'm going to get him. If I have to pay him, I'm getting him on the show. I think it'll be fun. 
anyway, uh, really uh-huh. super awesome, nice guy. He did my playfield, uh, my Xenon playfield swap for five hundred bucks. Oh man, that's like a steal. I mean, and he's currently working on my centaurs. Yeah, he's oh. amazing, and it, it 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 is night and day from my old playfield. I also realized that it's not the playfield that's the problem; it's the player, and I just suck. So I got to figure out how to get better at Xenon. It's a it's a hard game. Uh, also, uh, I got an Omega race from a friend of mine. Terrible friend. A few problems with it. Uh, it's got a brand new board, uh, one of the repro boards, and there were some chips that may not have been original. Well, they were original. They were poles, so so things didn't work real well. But uh, I got I got that all squared away. I had to replace most of the chips in the RAM bank and in the RAM bus to make it work. And then the daughter board needed some work, so I capped that and uh, had to monkey around with some RAM. And I got a working Omega Race dedicated that I adore. It is gorgeous. I got it from Brian. It's freaking awesome. Um, nice. It was a really good trade. We, we made a trade uh, a while back, and... Uh, and, and and I think I I ended up being on the better end of the trade, so I'm very grateful. Uh, Omega Race was in my collection as a cocktail. I sold it because I needed to make room for my Tapper cocktail, and um, and so I've been vying for a dedicated for a long time. Brian, you hooked me up, so thank you very much. I appreciate it. So sweet, love it. That's what I've been working on. All right. So you think. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think we should probably just move right along. Good evening. The Arcade News, Arcades, Pinball, Industry Alumni, Arcade Openings, Collecting, Celebrities, World Record Holders, Operators, Coin Op, Conventions, New Products and Gadgets, Gamers, The Arcade News. I'm Brian McCall. I'm Adam Stevens. We interrupt the Final Lake And now, The Arcade News with Brian McLeod. Welcome to the Arcade News. we got a few stories today, actually four of them. The first one, which is very disappointing, is Retro Game featured a number of podcasts with an instructional uh, kind of set of tips for how to start a podcast, but they snubbed Arcade Radio. What? They, yeah. they featured Retronauts, Retro Asylum, Retro Hour, somebody Googled podcast Arcade <laughs> Retro, and we got left out. Yeah, you know, but I brought, why aren't we retro arcade radio? Or <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. So, so I read this article. It's, a, it's the January issue of Retro Gamer magazine, which mm-hmm. uh, which I love. I I love Retro Gamer. I've been buying it since they first came out with the magazine, um, and I have all the compen- You know, the, they had a digital version and all that stuff. But you know, October last October they had a really great deal, thirty one percent off for the for the UK subscription of Retro Gamer. So I bought it. Get the magazine uh, for January like two days ago. Start reading through it, and it says Retro Gaming Podcast Special. And there's this whole two page, or actually it's like a, a six page article. Six pages, oh, six on podcasts, and it says uh, you know. Uh, the past decade has seen the emergence of numerous audio shows dedicated to our favorite hobby. Here's a tens look at a f- yeah, exactly. Here's a look at the a few of the leading lights from the retro game. And and Brian, you just list them up. What are they again? 
It's Retro Knots, Retro Asylum, Retro Hour, and then they did hit on Maximum Power Up and Ten Pence Arcade. Yeah, what the, what the hell? I got a light. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, me too. So here's the funny part. I get to the end of the article, and it says, How to Create Your Own Podcast. Yeah, we missed step five. What the hell? <laughs> well, hang on a second. I mean, come on. So here's the steps. Number one, find your niche. Do we have our niche, guys? I think we do. I mean, niche, yeah. We have She's a niche. My nephew, I think. I, it's like, I think it's under the thing it, here. It's like a little niche that everybody feels good hanging out. It's like a, we're like a pile of puppies, aren't we? We're like a pile of puppies. Lights. Well, we. <laughs> what do you, we, got? you got it. You got it. Okay. <laughs> what, what's happening right now? What's happening? Anyway, uh, second second thing, uh, their second tip is get some friends involved. Well, Ooh, what are those? Hmm. I got some friends involved, and then I got some. Frenemies involved. Other friends. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got some friends involved. And I still have some friends because of this. And you know what? I don't care. It's fucking, it's, I mean, it's great. Uh, did you I concur. See? So Randall, uh, Randall's kids are out of town. So Right. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Uh, and then it says, uh, number three, buy a microphone, a, a good microphone, uh, a decent microphone. Decent. Decent. Well, I bought I've bought at least two good microphones. I gave one to Brian. You bought There's a good one here. microphone. So we're okay, so I think we're three for three, right? We got a niche. We got friends. Yeah. We have decent microphones. We have microphones. Yeah. Right? Okay, here's the next one. Be prepared for some serious editing. Oh. <laughs> 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 Okay, yeah, we used to edit the show. You, you might notice in season one it sounds polished. Now it just sounds like complete shit. We don't care. <laughs> we just dump it out. We there just dump it here, out. here you go. This is it. Uh, oh, and the number. Yeah, and the final tip is upload your podcast. We. <laughs> no, 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 no. There was eight. There was one after that. The final tip is. What? Profit. Oh yeah, profit. Yeah, I added that. Yeah. Number yeah, one, we... collect all the underpants. Number two, profit. No, yeah, that's I how get... we make all the money from the show. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sorry about the fact that we're not in Retro Gamer Magazine, and also Retro Gamer Magazine. If you're listening to this show, which you're probably not, you should have us on because we are all about arcades. We have our niche. We'll Retro take a half arcades. Exactly. Right. Oh, oh there's a dog. Right. you guys hear a dog? I hear a dog. Moving along, next news <laughs> yeah. article, On Point Gun Arena, Real Deal Rails, Rails Arcade Shooter. So this is actually a really cool idea for a game. Basically, they're combining reality with kind of video games, and they created a video game that you use real 6mm airsoft BBs. You shoot at a screen, it's incredibly accurate, um, and basically you're playing shooter games with this BB gun. The, the kind of fun thing about it is you cannot shoot away from the screen. So they have some safety niches in there, and if you put a body... Uh, less than a meter in front of the gun, supposedly it won't shoot. But a body? Does well, it have a body, to be a live body. Sure. I, I don't know. Could do like a weekend at Bernie's thing, you know? Like, hey. Oh my see. god! I love that movie so much. I mean, okay. Raise of hands in the chat. How many love Weekend at Bernie's? Because that's freaking awesome. It's a good movie. I remember saw it. I saw it for free actually, but it was great. Oh my god! It's such so, a good movie. Did, did they so, make a two? Didn't they make a Weekend at Bernie's they two? They did. They did. So Mr. Peabody said, I'm not shooting at my TV. Mr. Peabody, this was actually a special designed arcade game with a screen over the TV screen to prevent you from damaging it. It's not like a home version. Right. Although that could be fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, moving along, we've got two more news articles. Turtles what? in Time, your favorite arcade game, finally has action figures. I'm Ooh. not sure what to say about that. Yes. It's actually, it's actually kind of cool. Turtles, wait, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. All the artwork on them is pixelated. It, it, it is cool. I mean, they did a nice job. That's pretty cool. They did, it's kind of fun. I, I don't know. I what never got in. Adam, Adam has something to. Uh, oh, you you were never an an action figure collector. No, I never really got into action. Figures. But here's the thing, Turtles in Time, man. Did you get them? Oh, no, oh, these are my. Oh, I, right. I have action figures like in in reaching distance. Yeah, me oh, too. I can knock my camera. Here, here we go. Here's one of them. Uh, th- this guy I call Fireman. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey. He's from the uh, Fisher Price Adventure People set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one I call uh, Racing Guy. He's from the Tonka uh, set. Uh, this one I call um, Paplu. He's from the Ewoks. Is that an Ewok? He's an Ewok. This, this one actually... I call Astronaut Barbie that I found, <laughs> That's I found awesome. in the parking lot on the way to uh, when we were at Grinker's, but it was it was on the, you know somebody had driven over it. This one I call Wicket. Okay. He's from Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Yeah. This one I call R two D two. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, who doesn't love action figures? I can't believe that Brian's like hating on action figures. I'm not hating them. I just never got into them. It was one of those things where it's like they're they're neat. I mean, although my project for the weekend is to get started on doing the Lego Millennium Falcon. Okay, that that is actually an admirable project because it's like eight billion pieces. Eight start pieces. All right, so that's cool. Make the cockpit. That's it. Yeah. So move. Moving on, we've got two more things to talk about. <laughs> Brian Just Jones. Quick. Brian Jones says astronaut Barbie is hot. <laughs> Brian Jones, she could be yours for the the low low price. You should, of, <laughs> the low low see, price. <laughs> have you guys seen Brian Jones post on Facebook with the Ewok sex doll? Oh no! The, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to pull hey, that up at some point. This show is kid friendly, okay? So, I, I'm speaking facts. Sex. Yeah, so fucking keep I, it clean. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I didn't say I was going to put up a video of it. So, <laughs> right. uh, moving on here. Quickly. So, uh, I don't know if you guys heard. Not a great story, but news. The Video Arcade Massacre in Mexico. Yeah, I heard so, about this. in Europon. Th- this um, is actually there, kind of shitty. Yeah, it's four dead miners between 12 and 17. An 18 and a 39-year-old are dead. Um, they Bullshit. found 65 ballistic elements. And they're talking about like members of the drug cartel family. Um, this, that was a dance floor, but it doesn't. From what I saw, there wasn't a lot of talking about what this was from. But they were nine millimeter caliber weapons. They went in and shot up the place, which is kind of crazy and uh, very depressing, actually. It is so, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I mean, so, and finally, I'm going to make a oh, new product. Is this going to raise a, it up? A new product announcement. <laughs> Susan, uh, my lovely wife, has actually got IL. To make translucent purple buttons. What? So this really? is like, yeah, I mean, like literally, they've never made translucent purple buttons before. They are now done. What are you? Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. This just yeah, coincides with Mark's turtles panel. It does. I need, a, I need them right in these the two holes. What the hell are yeah. we talking? Are you serious? Huh? Yeah. I'm kismet. Complete, so, I call so, that I mean, kismet. You had you had Wicco ones. You had like the old style ones, but you haven't had any of the new like the uh, the Hap or IL style with the huh. micro switch. And that's 
they've done it. Wow. So that's awesome. This is the second time she's gotten them to do some custom colors. The first time they were not an exclusive. I believe these are exclusive. So that's amazing. I bought four today along with a bunch of other, and I'm using the Raleigh. Raleigh um, leaf switches. Yes, those look amazing. I can't. And wait. actually, the one thing about the Raleigh leaf switches that's kind of cool is he actually spent some time designing them, and they're gold contacts. It's not like, you know, bullshit tin, copper, whatever. I mean, it's actually gold contacts. So, kind of nice. neat. I'm yeah. very excited. So, and that is it for the news. Uh, that is it for the news. <laughs> Back in '82. I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the to cave, cave. With, with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Hey, and welcome to Back to the Cave, where we talk about something that has to do with the 80s. And guess what? Stop. What? I don't have anything for today. I don't I, I screwed up. I. I was actually researching oh my James God. Bond Atari 2600 games, and then I got, like, fixated watching them. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I got fixated watching them. They're terrible, by the way. And uh, I, don't, I don't recall the company. I think it was Parker Brothers that got the license to make these James Bond games. But uh, for, <laughs> somehow you're a car, and you're driving and shooting aliens that are flying above you. I don't remember that movie. That's right. <laughs> the sound effects that Adam's playing are way better than the game. So this is like, he's doing you a really, a really, like a solid. Now that, 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 that wait, that, that. That's that, like the longest. That's really long. I would, I, if you could just. I was going to say, that reminds me of Grease 2, when the guy tried to get him World War Three is coming to get the girl to go to the basement. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. He's like, no, and there's, a whole, there's a whole song like, we have to do it because the, the bomb is going to... Yes. <laughs> and that movie was released in the 80s. Oh, and my that, God. That is now back to the cave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> The Mike, the Mike Page interview. So that's why we're cutting it, cutting it short, and getting right to the part where I ask Adam the question. Wait. Oh. Okay. What's in the juke? Okay. All right, Mark. All right. <laughs> Welcome to What's in the Juke, where we play ten songs of some kind of caliber that have to do with some point in time. And you have to guess the title of the song. But tonight we have a theme. Oh, we do have a theme, yes. Yes. Our theme is the aforementioned James Bond. All of these songs have something to do with a James Bond film that's been... How many James Bond movies have come out, Adam? (laughs) Twenty-four. Is it 24 and 25 is coming out this year? I think so. I'm excited because Billie Eilish, who's now 18 and legal to talk about yeah. in an attractive way, uh, is making the, the theme song. So, so that's going to be fun. I'm she has be crazy great. long fingernails, though. I don't like the fingernails. My wife has them, too. And so I'm like, eh, let's see. Mm-hmm. The things. 
I can't type because my fingers are are too long. She needs to type. She needs to hold microphones, sing sweet songs. So, <laughs> so if you guess the title of the song correct, you will get a half point. Half point. Okay. Right. And if you guess the author, uh, uh, well, do we call them authors? I don't know. Artist, author, whatever. Yeah, if you guess the uh, the artist, then you'll also get a full half point. point. Oh, okay. You, you get the full you get point if you get both of them, right? Both together. And tonight we actually, for a couple of these, we have an extra half point available. Half point. If you can guess the, the James Bond film that the song came from. And this is only from songs that... Where the title of the song is not the title of the movie. That some reason in the seventies and the eighties they thought, oh, that's such a cool idea. And then they stopped it. Yeah, and we'll probably have some fighting. You know, that's what you guys. Let's get started. Oh, we should get started. Okay, here we go. All right, everybody in the chat, listen. Um, sounds familiar. Hmm, sounds familiar. Yes. Huh. Randall Gilking. Garbage is not in the counter, and that is not Goldfinger, but good guess. Uh, Mr. Peabody, it is James Bond. It is the James Bond theme, Mr. Peabody. Yeah. And who okay. does it? Who does the song? Who's the artist? Here we go. Or the author, like I said when I couldn't remember the word artist. You know what? And I'll accept two answers for this one. Will you? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Because it's... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, uh, the guitar work... uh, Henry Mancini is not correct for No, it's not. Uh, This is is difficult. Something agent. Secret agent, man. No, that's a different song. Um, but it's funny that Henry Mancini is a contemporary. Yeah. Well, this he and this guy probably hung out and had dirty martinis together. They probably did in Hawaii. I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Al Silvestri. No, no that. So that's uh, that's playing to the judge. That's what that is. Oh, thank so, you. Well, I think I'm going to give Rand, Randall <laughs> Gelking a point for that. <laughs> Vic Flick plays the guitar on that. That is John Barry. John uh, James Moving Bond along. theme. Here's the next uh, next track. It is not Journey. close my body <laughs> me too uh mr peabody gets half point for madonna and I what see. is the name of the song uh you're gonna get it i know you're gonna get it yes <laughs> <laughs> but mr peabody he changed his guest to billy eilish yeah <laughs> i wonder what that is hmm Brian Jones, I've actually got a copy of Romancing the Bone, so let's... Brian Frober is in with the other half point, so... Half point. That means Mr. Peabody and Mr. Brian Frober get a half point. That is Madonna, Die Another Day. Here comes your next track. 
think that's enough. I think so. <laughs> this app, this artist is, I believe, touring this year. I'm a week away from seeing her. Are you kidding me? No, because uh, if I had stayed into the town I'm going into, she'd play the next week. Okay. She's 83 years old. Yeah, it's unfreaking believable. She is responsible for three of the top selling. Shirley Bassey is correct. Goldfinger is correct. So we have Goldfinger, uh, Brian Frobert. And yes. we Billy have seven. Billy Seven. Oh, Billy's here. Billy's Yay, in. Billy. Good job, we guys. Like Let's bring it down to another level. Gold finger. So she did three Bond songs. Yes. Half point. For Billy Seven, and also point. for Brian Frobear. Sweet. Uh, she did, she did Diamonds Are Forever, Moonraker, and Goldfinger, and in my opinion, the best Bond uh, song singer of all time. Okay, here come. Uh, I'm actually uh, my second favorite is not in the list tonight, which is kind of sad. Okay, here we go. Sorry. When you were young and your heart was an open book. If you guess Axl Rose, you will get a point taken away. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I did see them in concert play that. Yeah. It was awesome, actually. That's <laughs> when uh, the lead singer had his arm broken or something. I am going to give... I'm, let's not, I don't want to give a point to somebody until they get the actual band correct. But I will give Billy Seven, uh, Brian Frober... I will give a half point to two right now. Half Wait, point. So, Brian Frober gets so, half point for the name, but the name is not has not been guessed correctly yet. It ha- uh-huh. It's close. You guys are close. When you were young and your heart I actually saw that it was... Uh... Oh, Brian Jones did get the band. He is correct. It is Paul McCartney and Wings. It is actually Wings. Um... But it's listed as Paul McCartney and Wings. Let's give it to Brian uh, Jones, though. I think that's correct, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, Brian I, Jones. I thought it was. I thought it was Lennon and, and McCartney because Lennon was dead. She... Lennon was dead by now. No. Yeah. No. Was it? Oh, this was seventies. Lennon yeah. didn't die till the eighties. No, 80s. it was. It was Paul McCartney and Wings. Okay. Yep. So, uh, but it's a good get. It's a good get, and it's an education for all of us. Okay, here comes the next. Oh, here comes the next track. There's a long intro on this song, isn't there? I like that. Yeah, this is one of my favorite uh, Bond, uh, Bond films. Actually, it is a good movie. It is a good movie. Uh, probably one of the best Bond villains, in my opinion. Yes. And nobody's got it yet. Also yeah. in uh, Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Two Towers. I'll give you a tip. It, it involves mannequins that get shot. Yeah, and a midget. Yes. Bus, bus. He had a powerful weapon. Anybody got it yet? 
Mike, the part where they're going Mike, through like Mike, help houses. us out. Mike, you yeah. got to help us out. Mike, what's going on here? Mike, Mike knows the answer. Does he? I think he does. Dr. No is not correct. Everybody it's, thinks it's Dr. No. It's interesting, isn't it? Dr. No didn't have a, a custom song, guys. Here we go. Uh, the MSM Ruth the Golden Gun. I'm going to give it to Billy Seven. That's pretty yes. good. Half point. And does anybody know the Oompa Loompa song? Does anybody know who the artist is? We'll give you 10 seconds. Eight seconds. She's very little. Five seconds. Three seconds. The artist is Lulu. That's Man from the Golden Gun. Yeah, so dudes. Uh, Belly Seven. Uh, check it. Okay, here, com- here comes another one. Th- this uh, this is a big hit in the 70s. Halfway there. Here we go. Huh. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. You guys just aren't even trying now. It's so sad. Nobody does it. Dopes it better. Nobody dopes it better. I'm going to give that to Brian. I think that's good. Piano man. Piano man. Randy Gelkin. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You should take away a point from Randy right now for that. Probably the best artist of any a Bond singer ever. From from an American standpoint, uh, just she is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, like to, have you ever seen her perform? I have not. I would love to have seen awesome. her perform. Oh, Billy got Billy got her. Billy Seven, Carly Simon oh, okay. is yes. correct. Oh, that is freaking awesome. And if you can get the name of the movie, you will also get a full point for the movie. Over pulls it out for a full point. Okay, that was worth it. I think I think he gets it right. Okay, yes. I'm I'm. This next song, I I can only give so much. So okay. here, here's what you're getting. It's quick. That's it. I want to see who I gets mean, that. The music practically said the name. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, Brian okay. Frober. Brian Farber gets half point, and that is Sheena Easton. Randy is on the board with half point. All right. Randy is now at zero. Give <laughs> 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 him a negative half point. We, I'm sorry. We totally like, okay, dude, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't He's count. actually the first person to have zero points on the board. <laughs> I love it's about, it. It's about going to an arcade. I know. I absolutely love this song. Okay, I'm going to play the first part of it again because it's so good. All I wanted was a sweet distraction for an hour or two. Oh my God. Ryan, S1500. Rita Coolidge, all-time high. He gets a freaking full point for that. Full point. Am I right? Oh, I must have missed it. He's in I there. Don't see it. He's got the whole thing in there. I mean, that was good. Oh, there it is. S1500. Sweet. All right, we have two tracks left, you guys. Pay attention, because they are good. Here it, come. Here it comes. Oh 
I love that. I know. It's like the best Bond song ever. I right. love <laughs> Let's play that again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm fine. <laughs> yep. Durkin Durin. Oh, Billy Seven gets a full point. No, go up a little bit. You can see Brian Fober actually said. Oh, Durant he first. did. He gets. A, they each get a half point. Half point. Am I right? Do you want me to get Billy Seven a half point? Sure. Well, he gets. The, he got the name right. View to a kill. Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So right now. Now Brian is meeting you with a view to a kill. Has, have you ever seen Duran Duran in concert? I have not, but I've sang that song at karaoke. Oh, I would love to see that. This is a lot of fun. We did sort of a Charlie's Angels thing. Okay, okay, here we, we have, go. We have one song left. Let me just quickly summarize. Brian Frober is in first place with four points. Billy Seven in second place with two points. Tied for third are <laughs> S1500 and Mr. Peabody. Should we make this one worth three points? Why the hell not? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're going to have three winners tonight because we're going to have Fridge Magda night. Mark. Okay, so then we'll just make this worth a point, just like normal. Yeah, exactly, because uh, Mike Page has made these. They're quarter-inch... Uh, uh, Those are gorgeous. Bring them closer to the camera. Those okay, so like quarter-inch plywood. We have a Saint, Satan's Hollow, right? I love that. And then we have... Uh, this is... Space Invaders. It's unbelievably. They're gorgeous. They just look so 3D to me. They're really cool. And then and they have huge magnets on the back, so they, they will suck the shit out of your fridge. <laughs> so, um, okay. Okay. So, and, and, and this is burger time. So, tonight we have the three primary colors we have Satan, we have, uh, and we have, uh, Space Invaders Blue, and we have, uh, Burger Time Gold. So, you guys, these are these are freaking awesome. I don't think people appreciate this. Like when when Mike puts a a, a fridge magnet up on uh, eBay, it's not your like little six you know like sixteen millimeter. It, it's a really cool thing. So all of your uh, top winners tonight are gonna get one of these. Uh, I know we will get them out in in, in a week. We promise. Uh, instead of, and I gotta send. Uh, <laughs> you guys might remember we promised Jerry Buckner one of these. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, we didn't send it. So Let's that also it. is going out this week. Okay. Uh, but um, top winner gets to pick of these three, and then the second winner gets to pick, and so on and so forth. Okay. So we're. Okay. I, and were you going to preface this song in any way? Uh, this is Adam's favorite James Bond song. It might be. Uh, mm-hmm. It is. Mine too. It is actually an Academy winning. Uh, it's haunting. It is haunting. All right. Here we go. Close. Mr. Peabody, that's my second favorite. Here we go. We're gonna get banned for this. Oh no, care. no. If we talk over it, it will be fine. I don't care. This is the yeah. end. It's beautiful. 
Yes, it's a good song. Oh my god, it's so good. Hold your breath and count. Oh, Billy Seven is in with both. Feel the earth and then. Yeah. Give my heart burst again. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Billy Half Seven, point. correct. Full point. Full point for I Billy Seven. Okay, That's cool. Where are we at? What do we got? Well, Miss Well, Billy only improved by a point. He was in second place. All right. He's still in second place. So Brian Frober, you are number one. Brian, if you could pick between uh, Space what? Invaders, Satan's Hollow, and or Burger Time, what would be your choice? Make a pick right now. Yeah, let's make him pick right now. Yes. yes. He's picking. We're, excuse me, we're waiting for the delay. Uh, I'm yeah. drinking I'm drinking my Bud Light Shalada. <laughs> it's delicious. I'm pouring a little bit of seltzer water in here. Hey, Space Invaders. Okay, cool. We're going to send you a, a Space Invaders magnet from Mr. Mike Page. Thank you very much. And uh, who's second place winner? Well, that's Billy Seven. Yeah. Billy, you have your choice of Satan's Hollow and Burger Time. Which would you like? Satan's hollow. Come on, Billy. Let's see what he's going to say. Yeah, let's see what he says. Let's see what he says. Oh, would Mr. Page like mine? Well, Mr. Page made, Mr. Page them. made them. He so. made them. So well, we're just going to make him take uh, burger time. And then we're going to give the third place winner. Who's who's the third place, third place winner? Third place winner, actually... It's a tie between Mr. Peabody and S1500. Oh, shit. We got it. We're going to have to. Really? You have to cut one in half. I mean, these are really cool magnets. I think, you know what? Bill wants to donate his down into the third place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if there's a tie, I have more here. I can send some. Well, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so generous. I'll tell you what. um, I'm just going to randomly pick one out of there. We'll give third place winner. The tie third place winner. I mean, the Omega race one? That's beautiful. Oh. Check this out. Uh, whoever is the third place winner, uh, we're going to send these out. So uh, email Adam at Arcade Radio with your deets or Mark or Time Runner at ArcadeRadio.com and we will get you your stuff. That is pretty cool. Dude, these magnets are freaking cool. I, I, it sounds so stupid. Like I, you know, like magnets. Who cares about magnets? But these are really, really awesome. I was shocked at the quality when they came. I have a nibbler one that I want to send to Tim, but like the lacquer on these, dudes. Check these out. That is, that is amazing. Is there a website? Uh, eBay. You can get them on eBay. Oh, nice. But, I mean, look at that Space Invaders. It's freaking gorgeous. I mean, you put a lot of work into these, Mike. These are unbelievable. Really nice. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah, the one. I already sent Tim one of those. Yeah. So we will we'll hook you up, you guys. I mean, seriously, uh, on eBay, Mike, tell us what your handle is in case somebody wants one of these like to buy them because you have a whole bunch of different ones. I think they're worth the money. Yeah, it's called Circus World. But if you just type in uh, arcade giant magnets, they'll all pop up and tip viewers, others, 
uh, items and yeah, they're unbelievable. Let's let's take this Pac-Man one out that we're gonna send to Jerry. Oh, yeah, Arcade Giant Magnus. These are awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. totally freaking awesome. Okay, here's. Oh the, my god, I gotta buy the Gauntlet one. Right, I mean, and dude, the Seawolf one. These are all amazing. Yeah, and look at the size compared to my hand. I mean, these these yes. these aren't like your your average like little lapel pins. These are freaking cool. So do it up. I mean, it, they they look like the arcade games. I mean, this is going to Jerry Buckner. Um, All right. You know, regardless of his politics. <laughs> so, <Oops>. okay. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> He's like, ooh, avoided that whole <laughs> no trial. Shit. I'm totally kidding. I love Jerry. <laughs> totally love him. Yeah, he's welcome on the show anytime. Anytime. You know, he didn't have to come on a second time. He didn't have to come on a second time. And okay. actually, he, he and I are probably going to talk because we got some ideas. So, uh, you know, I think this is about... Uh, oh, shoot. I think we might have a... Uh, I'm going voice voice, to check the voicemail. Okay, really? Here we go. Thank you for calling 612-548. Oh, this is too long. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, everybody. This your buddy, Bob Sargent, control panel expert and technician. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm glad for you guys to take my call again today. It's really... Really kind for you to take these voicemails and uh, believe that I have something to say that might be important. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Mike Page, uh, I heard your guest. Uh, I'm not sure I know him very well, but uh, was he like the uh, inventor of the pager? Because, uh, man, I hated not being able to pay somebody back in the day. You had to use paper. You know, I hate paper. Paper's stupid. It's just dumb, you know? And you could just dial up somebody and then. They can call you back. I mean, uh, okay, well, obviously, I'm, I'm making this hilarious, right? <laughs> okay. All right, well, uh, let's see here. What else was I supposed to say? Let me look through my notes. Purple buttons. Yeah, purple buttons. Finally, thank you so much, uh, Brian, because uh, Paradise Arcade Shop now has these purple buttons. I, I've been trying to make a control panel for this game I'm making where Prince is playing all four parts of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I call it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Princes. And I needed eight buttons that were purple and I didn't have them so now I do. It's so great. It's great, man. Everything's going great. I don't even know what to say. You know, I'm so happy I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go right now and uh, you know, play around with that thinking, dreaming about my purple buttons. So, you guys take care. Uh, Zarzy Deck out. Man, how come nobody else leaves us voicemail? I don't know, but that is pretty good. That is pretty good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle per- Princes? No. Uh, T- Teenage Mutant Ninja princes, Turtle. Princes that adore you. Uh oh. Can't even say it. Welcome to the show one more time, Mr. Mike Page. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's it's really good to have you on the show. Ah, here we are. Nice studio audience. Hello to- <laughs> Oops. Whoa. Jeff is on the show again. It sounded like we were on Starcade. Starcade was a good show. My- Mike, did you ever watch Starcade back in the day? 
I did. Nice. That is amazing. That is amazing. I did too. You did? Yeah, for sure. I, it was, I had it. It was must-see TV. Well, dude, it wasn't even in the Minnesota market. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we had to catch it when we were 40. Oh, crap. <laughs> we're a little bit behind. <laughs> yeah. So Let's start this interview. All right, Katie, Seth, Mark. Okay. So, Mike, introduce yourself and tell us what you do for a living or, you know, in general. Uh, I'm just a collector. Um, for, that's my hobby. But yes. I also did it as a business. I operated games. I owned arcades. Um, didn't do that since I was a teenager, actually. So. Well, let's go back to that. Let's uh, let's let's yeah. start let's start way back way back when, mm-hmm. and talk about your arcade origin story. You have an interesting origin story that starts in the mid seventies. You collected your first pinball when you were absolutely yeah when um, you were a preteen. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Seventies. Um, I just I don't know why I just became obsessed with pinball machines. And one particular title was uh, Gottlieb Buccaneer. Hmm. And I just, I don't know what it was with that particular game. I just, I, I just said, you know, one day I'm going to have this. And uh, I made it happen. And then, you know, one turned into two, and then five, and ten, and then snowball. You know, by the time I was in high school, like, it was just people, like, wouldn't believe you that, oh, yeah, I've got a whole house full of these things. <laughs> okay, so what was your first pinball? Probably, I think it was Surf Champ, Gottlieb, 76. Surf Champ, 1976, yeah. EM pinball. Okay, yeah. and uh, did your parents help facilitate, facilitate this? What? Uh, yes, at the time, because obviously I was a small youngin, so I didn't have that kind of money. Sure. Yeah. Was it uh, a, a joint effort between mom and dad, or was dad more into it, or mom more into it? How did that work? I believe it was part of my grandmother. Oh, nice. Yes. I don't really know that part of it. But, um, Grandmas are freaking awesome. I love they? grandmas. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so that was the EM era. Um, yes. I hadn't seen solid state games yet at this point. So that's why I'm obsessed with that era, because that's my earliest memories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, EM pinballs are the best, right? Like, it's the ding, ding, da ding, ding. I mean, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I mean, I consider myself a child of the 80s, but really, uh, I grew up in the decade of the 70s. Uh, really love. I have a Pioneer pinball that I, I bought, and it is, it is just a joy to hear that machine. It is... Mm-hmm. It's so different than, than the solid state or the DMDs. Oh, yeah. So, well, even the early solid state games used chimes still. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. Over exactly. and over and whatnot. Yeah. Because I believe they did have the technology to have the sounds, but they thought the public wasn't ready yet to make that transition. They wanted a familiar sound still. Right. You know, you know like change the digital displays first, achieve the chimes, and let people slowly work into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, I had a Charlie's Angels pinball oh, yeah. that still had the chimes, but yeah. it was solid state. Gottlieb System One. Yes. Yes. Nice. So uh, maybe for the audience, uh, give us a little rundown of Gottlieb. Uh, what are the the main uh, mach- machine types for Gottlieb that you have, and, and um, 
And what are your favorites of those of, of the Gottlieb era? Of the Gottlieb. Oh, well, Buccaneer is my favorite of all favorite of all time. Awesome theme, by the way. I love that mission. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, Jack in the Box, Surf Champ, Chair Shots, uh, Jungle Queen, Death Spin. Goes on and on and on, but like that that '76 like era is like pretty much my favorite. So nice. <laughs> Yeah. Did you uh, did you have any uh, arcades that you would venture out to that had pins like back when you were a, a young lad? Or absolutely, yes. That's pretty much all I ever did was drive around on my bicycle and find these things. Right? Yes. And it's my earliest memories. Like kindergarten, I was doing this. Grade one, grade two. You know. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so there were there were several around. I mean, was there any one in particular that stood out? Like. That was in a certain place, or the name of it, or anything. I know was, it's tough. Yeah, there was like five arcades in my town at that point. Mm-hmm. But besides the arcade, they were in every restaurant, every pizza place. Like you couldn't get away from them, right? They were right. everywhere. And well, the same with the video games later on. They were just everywhere. Right, right, right. What about you, Brian? You got any? Uh... You got any ideas over there? What's going on? Yeah. So what? <laughs> I mean, is there a game? I got any ideas? Because Adam's gone blanco here. Yeah. Uh, he had to pee. Are there are there any games that you have always wanted, either from that era or another, that you haven't been able to find? Like, is there anything you're searching for that you said, "Oh gosh, I'd love to"? Mm, probably not. I've encountered almost every one I could possibly think of that I was on my want list. Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and are. Are there any in that series of finding them that like got away, got it later? Uh, yeah, that's happened quite a few times. Um, <laughs> obviously, Gottlieb is my favorite, but uh, you know I, I do collect Valley and Williams also, and I also collect Sonic, which is from Spain. Yeah. Oh. You know, I've got. I think I'm missing two, and I would have the entire everything I've ever made. What? So, I've got so a Sonic collection. What two are you missing? Uh, Birdman and Cherry Bell. Nice. Is I it, think uh, we have a. Go ahead, Brian. I think we have a Sonic uh, Missile Command up in the garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So are those just low production games, or just extreme? You know, what's uh, not they, produced? Well, I don't know about the states because mm-hmm. in Canada they weren't really uncommon. But I've talked to American collectors, like they're like, "Where the hell did you find these?" Like. <laughs> Right. I had no problem. They were, there were tons of them here. Right. <laughs> so what is what's your favorite? Like, what's the game that like if you you know one game Desert Island? What's the game you take with you? Uh, probably uh, Valley Hocus Pocus. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Nice game. And what's what would you say is your? I mean, like you know, when you get in these collections, there's some games you have to have because it's part of the collection. But it's like, ah, not really what I want, but I've got it because it's part of the series. Is there any, are there any like that? Or is there oh. one game where you're like, I had to own this, but I, I really just have no desire for yeah. it. <laughs> like, what's your defender, really? Like, <laughs> if you <laughs> no, know wait a minute. <laughs> like, I, I mean, if I want a defender, but only because I want a complete set, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I can't think. I just... I love them all in, in certain ways. They're all right. different, right? So, 
I'll buy games that don't play good just because I like the backlash card. <laughs> <laughs> One example is a game that really sucks. It's called uh, Big Ben by Williams. It's the most boring game ever made, yet I love the backlash, so I have to have it for that reason alone. Nice. I, I am definitely guilty. Part of my arcade in the house here uh, is there are games that I love, and then there's some games I'm like, it just this game has to go in that place. Mm-hmm. Like it just you look at the series of games, like I, it might not be the best game, but it needs to go there. It's going to look good right there. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you got to do that sometimes. Right. Oh man, I had a good question. It's 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 come. It's got to come back to me. Come on. So what was the last game you bought? Um, I believe it was um, Williams Big Deal, I believe, 1977. Nice. And what was the like most... I mean, we always have these ones that like... I mean, I've got a few that I've bought that are... Basically, you pick them up and you're like, okay, I hope the dolly actually gets this to the vehicle because mm-hmm. it might fall apart. What's the most damaged one that you've brought back or that you've kind of recovered, saved... Um, hmm. Hmm. I, I've had some pretty ratty ones that I bought just for parts that I had no intention of restoring because they were just rotted, you know. But anything, anything that you actually managed to go, all right, I've got a like this is going to be a heroic task. I'm up for it. Let's do it. Hmm. A valley, Aladdin's castle. I, I rescued that. It was in a fire. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah. What did that take? I don't know. A friend of mine traded me stuff for some parts and stuff, and uh, and I said I love this game so much. I don't care what it takes. I'm gonna get it back up and running. And the fire wasn't too bad. It was just more or less on the uh, on the head around the frame was all charcoal. But the backlash somehow survived. There's no flaking whatsoever. Oh, that's nice. Do you do you own any game? Do you own any games that people are constantly trying to buy off of you? Um, all the time. Oh, yeah? That's why I pretty much like people know I have a very large collection, but I never really go out and, and tell people which titles or how many because Smart. because every time I mention it, I, if I have a picture of one in the background, I get like a hundred people like, "Oh, you want to sell that to me?" And like. No, you don't understand. I'm a collector. I am not a dealer, right? Right. right. <laughs> like, sure, I have sold them in the past when I get, like, doubles or whatever. Or... Yeah, I think one of the first questions all of us gets is, you know, oh, you, uh, oh, so you, do you sell them? Do you fix them up and sell them? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a true statement, right? There are probably times when you do that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're not doing it for that reason. You're doing it because... You love the game, so you're you're on the hunt. You find something you're after. You yeah. make it work. So uh, let's talk a little bit about restoration. What's your opinion on on restoration? Uh, do you like? Uh, do you have to go from the bottom up? Do you want some of the patina of the original game? Do you want original controls to work? What's your What's your philosophy? Uh, well, with pinball, I um, well, I do all the mechanical work myself, and mm-hmm. that must be. I'm very particular with that. Everything's got to run 100%. But cosmetics, I, I will not repaint a cabinet. Smart. Uh, because, you know, they they do look good repainted, but to me, it robs the history. That's just my opinion, right? Man. 
Yeah. I'd rather have a you know a crappy looking game that shows the town it came from, right? That's than, right. It's kind of cool to have the patina. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like people put LEDs and EM pinballs, right? I'm like, oh, that you know, if you want to do that to your machine, that's fine. But to me, it makes it look unnatural for the time period. So I yeah. won't do that. Yeah. I don't care. If other people do it. Yeah. I mean. I kind of do a mix myself, so it's okay for solid state, but IBM it just doesn't yep. look right to me. Yep, I'll I'll uh, I'll do like under the play field maybe, but mm-hmm. anything that's visible, I want it to be incandescent. I want it to yeah. feel like it's the real deal. Like you know, um, I would p- prefer not to have to replace the lights under the play field. Yeah, so, so oh, then I'll buy was, I'll buy like a warm white. That's exactly my question. Like, would would you LED anything? I I don't. Sweet. That's awesome. I think that's like you got to have a conviction about something, right? Right. I think it's awesome. You just you just made Billy Seven's day. I mean, Billy. So Billy and I have had a lot of long conversations about preserving the history of games, right? And how when we go and do these full restores, people are kind of like taking the history of the game out of the game mm-hmm. and just making it a Blanche product. Yeah. I, the funny thing is, like, I collect games that are generally in really good shape, not because I don't like restoring them, but because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> so I just try to find ones that are like already in good shape. So I'm be like, yeah, here's my really nice, you know, whatever Cosmic Cruiser. Sure. Did you restore it? No, it just looks like that. Because if I had to do something, it would look worse. <laughs> I, I love that philosophy. So, and I think, you know, one of the things it's funny. I, I actually the pinball machine I picked up the other day. The guy talked about LEDs, and he's like, well, I was going to LED this and LED that, and I'm like. I mean, to me, the artwork really bleaches. I do like LEDs on some inserts because if you have those old colors, putting like a red LED under a red insert does mm-hmm. make it pop. But anywhere else on the play field, to me, it just bleaches out. Like, so if you put like a, a white LED up on a play field, the artwork around it kind of loses its its colors. Sure. And it looks different. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I always I, thought the I, original artists designed them for the incandescence. I think they can be done hastily, but I also feel like they're overdone. And I hate Cool White. Cool White was never in any EM period. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 cool White's an abomination. It is. Coming. It's it's like, okay, why didn't you just fly it? You know, you know the dick that takes the flashlight and shines it right in your eyes? That is the dick I don't want messing with my pinball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. So let okay, cool let's, 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 let's okay. So pinball. How many pinball machines do you have, Mike? I couldn't even tell you. Like, take a take a wild guess. In my life, I I probably had three hundred. That's a lot. It changes all the time. It's like I have sold some that I regret, uh, you know, and I traded some for more desirable titles that I wanted. So the number fluctuates here and there. But sure. these days, I, I I just refuse to sell them. But, you know, my earlier days, I have, you know, so large amounts of them to, like, All right, so other so, ones. So we'll, we'll assume uh, somewhere less than 200, somewhere more than 100. Of Absolutely. Your, of, of your pinball collection, can you give us your top five uh, pinballs? Mm, uh, Buccaneer. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's right. the number of all time. Uh, so we know that. Yeah, Jack in the Box. Oh, um, yeah. Jack Open Gottlieb. Um, Surf Champ, definitely. Um, Target Alpha, I got one of those. That's I'd never part with that. Oh man, 
Okay, so of those, uh, yeah. let's switch to video arcades. Uh, so, uh, video games, top, your top, you can say five, uh, three, okay. four, yeah. three to ten, whatever. Just give us. Yeah, um, it's going to shock people because people when people think, okay, the classic era of video games, you're going to hear all the same stories like Asteroid, Space Invader, Centipede, Dig Dug. Sure. Me, I like all the oddball classics that were like cult classics. There are people who collect know what they are, but the average joke, they're not household names, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my favorite game of all time is Crazy Climber. Crazy uh, Climber? That, 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 like, okay. Let's let's talk about Crazy Climber for a minute because I, I actually love this game. I think that it's under underappreciated. It's a Nichibichu game, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic game. Uh, it uses uh, there's a San uh, Sanyo monitor Sanyo monitor inside that thing, right. Right. Um, and it uses two joysticks. Uh, mm-hmm. But there was an Atari VCS game that's quite similar that I really love, Spider Man. What? The Atari Twenty Six Hundred VCS version of Spider Man is like a clone of Crazy Climber. Okay. And, and oh, it, yeah. It's super fun. You got to use your webs to get up the windows, and then people close the windows, and you fall and all that shit. Oh, that's but yeah, but it's it's super fun. And uh, Crazy Climber is a little different, obviously, and it, and it's cool because it has like sound bites and you fall and all that stuff. Right. But I think oh. it's super super unappreciated game. Uh, there was also a game called Sewer Sam, I think made by the same people, uh, that did Crazy Climber, but maybe not. Anyway, that, that's, regardless, that's a an unbelievable title. What's uh, letting you continue? What are some of your other favorites? Um, Astro Blaster by Sega Gremlin. Oh yeah, love that. Yeah, love I it. totally agree with that. And Spectar by Exidy. Which was somewhat of a, I think, a sequel to Targ. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good. That's it's a, a giant joystick, kind of like um, Adventure did. Yeah. yeah, is that is that a uh, vector game? No, no, it's not. It's yeah. funny because I'm seg I'm segueing a little bit because Billy Seven in the chat has asked, "What's your what are what vector games do you do you own?" Oh yeah, what vector games? Oh well, it's all the basically. The typical ones, space tool, asteroids, whatnot. Yes. I don't have any of the ones like um, Arcade Jason has, like all the deep, 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 rare ones. Yeah. Oh, that actually, Arcade Jason's the one who asked that question. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, oh, Billy, okay. didn't mean to attribute the wrong. Yeah, but uh, obviously, I, I love Star Castle, Rip Off. Um, nice. you know. Those are harder to get, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. They are, but not. He's got a lot of the ones like. You, you just won't find, right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Time Runner says arcade. What Time Runner? Who the hell is Time Runner? I don't know. Some dude. <laughs> okay, so you, uh, top games are cool. Let's talk about some games that you just don't like. Like you, you approached them as a kid and thought, "This is ripping me off." Uh, oh. Give give us like a, t- your top five games you hate okay it's gonna probably cause people to hate me perhaps but no uh, no no that no. always happens <laughs> this you know i never ever liked and still don't like paperboy okay oh perfect yeah i certainly have played it a million times but i just don't like it right. <laughs> oh, i feel you um it's like 720 uh. <laughs> yeah 
Um, now, this is one that's really going to baffle people. I do not like Spy Hunter. Oh, I'm actually in that camp. I used to love Spy Hunter as a kid. I thought the music was great. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the only way to play it is in a cockpit, just like Brian has. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I'm not a fan of Spy Hunter anymore. <laughs> the game pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I also do not like Punch Out. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I just that was, you know, like just boxing never appealed to me at all. So why would I want to play a video? Sure, version? sure. Yeah, makes total sense. Yeah. Any others that you're just like, oh, if I had, if I had my four quarters that my parents gave me, I'm mm-hmm. not spending it on this machine. Okay. Uh, yeah. See, I, I love Dragon's Lair and Space Ace, but I hate Cliffhanger. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Cliffhanger is hard. Yeah. yeah. It, not only not because it was hard, I just couldn't get into it. I no. tried, 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 and isn't that based on like uh, Tenchi, like the uh, probably but the I, anime Tenchi? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, was not familiar with what that was at the time. Of the, it was a based on a comic book, I believe. Something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I totally get it. I mean, sometimes you just don't like games. You don't have to like game. And by the way, everybody, you don't have to like every game. You know, some shut people, up, Adam. Some people don't like pole position. <laughs> Blasphemy. I don't know who I'll they are. About pole position. I, I, I had two of them. They both broke. I got yes. sold. But my favorite racing game of all time is Night Driver. Oh, yeah. Uh, I so want the Night Driver cockpit thing. Yeah. that is. That, to me, that's way better than pole position. That's a yes. cool game. That's a cool game. Put it on a hard setting, and you get a really good workout back thing. That is absolutely insane. I, I agree. Did, like, anyone, did, it, that, did anyone see Brett Butler's post about the, you know, he was putting up these, like, candles on his walkway, and they look like Night Driver? Have you seen that? I did see that on Facebook, yeah. yes. That's yeah. pretty freaking cool. First, it's the first thing I thought was Night Driver. Yeah, I love that. That Brett Butler guy, we got to have him on sometime. He's kind of elusive. He's like Snuffle Up against. I think he's, uh, I think he's from Houston. Yeah, we should have him on the show. I think he'd be great. Yeah, I can get him. Probably good. He was afraid to drive into the snow. I was like, come on. I've done it. Arcade Jason says he has a fiberglass night driver coming soon. Oh, Ooh. nice. Jealous. Oh. For Je- keeps, or are you... Yeah, I'm a little jelly. Wait 20 seconds to get his response. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, I have a quick question, Mike. Those uh, Your back glasses, do you protect them with triple thick, or do you just let them go native and then... Um, if they are I've already started a flake, I will do that. Right. But if they're mint, I won't touch it because I'm afraid that it, I've heard horror stories that you could actually cause more damage by doing that. Right? Interesting. Sure. Yeah. I always wondered, like preventative, you know, doing it as a preventative, even though it's perfect. But mm-hmm. okay, that's some good advice. I had a Gorf that had flaking glass, a Gorf yeah. Mini, and somebody decided to triple thick the back and didn't mask off the clear area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was like looking through like a kaleidoscope. Uh, it was awful. That's, that's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> Speaking of which, what is the worst? Uh, what's the worst game that you picked up that somebody tried to fix? Like you're like, oh my god, it's like, what did you do? Like, like you're looking at this like, oh my god, I picked this up for too much money, and now I got it's this broken. game, and somebody said, so what the f- did you do? Like the most broken game you've ever picked up. Yeah, I what's guess. the worst broken game you've ever picked up? Mm. <laughs> I mean, the fire one sounded pretty good. 
You know, I've, I've, I've had all sorts of weird things, like people paint the games black, and you know, and oh no, I'm trying to scrape oh. it up, like you see yeah. if the art is still there and things like that. And you know, cosmetics are more important to me because I can fix the innards, right? right. I'm yeah, not worried right. about that. It's the presentation of the outside is more important to me. So if I go to buy a game, if it looks good, I'm yeah. buying it regardless of the state of the uh, internals. Right. Smart. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Greaseball. He's he's in the chat tonight. I haven't seen him in a long time, so welcome back, buddy. Uh, you know, you know, Mike. You and I had a chat before the show. Um, one of the things we talked about was restoration, and, and everybody should chime in on this. Uh, Chatters, Brian, Mark, everybody. Uh, one of the things that I do, I, I'm not like a huge. I like to restore games if they are totally effed. So like um, Missile Command, when I got it from my buddy. Um, for free, it was totally jacked. It was a stripped down, total from the ground up, restoration, rebuild trackball, everything, uh, new artwork, you know, new rest, uh, new uh, reproduction, uh, control panel. I mean, to the nines. But my my main thing is, if I get a game, mm. I want the controls to work like they used to. I want them to work like they're supposed to, you know. Uh, so for a mega race, that means the gray encoder. That means that I don't have to worry about a dead spot in a freaking pot. Um, when I want to play the game, I want to play the game and have it be good. Tempest. I don't want to brrr when I when I spin the the, the you know uh, Star Wars. The yoke has to work. Uh, Dig Dug. The freaking joystick has to work. And the I mean, it's basics. And Wait, then the, and, the tempest the tempest spinner is not supposed to go. No, no, it's not. It's not. No. Arkanoid does that. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, but there's a bushing in there. If you replace it, it goes away. Oh no! The game I played when I was a kid made the identical noise. My mind. Yeah, does. I mean they wore out right away. So, right. but my, my my point is is that I like to play them like Omega Race. Right. You can have the dead spot in the pot, and a lot of those, that's the way it's supposed to be oh, played. I hope but in the like original, uh, it's a, you know, it was a digital gray encoder. And, I see. And it was full 360. You know, you didn't get to 3 o'clock and then have to spin it six times to get it to go again. That's my point. So, Mike, what's your opinion on restoration? What do you, what, either do you go all out every time? Or do you, what's your, what's the most important thing? Uh, well... I don't like to go overboard in restorations, but in certain cases, like, you know, there's silkscreened art or there's, you know, decals, stickers, right? Right. If the decal is, like, totally ripped off, then, yeah, I will replace that. Even though it's, it's reproduction, but I'd rather right. have, a, you know, a modern repro than none at all. You know, so that's okay. But sure. if it's stenciled artwork, no, I will not alter that in any way whatsoever. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Who, who's your uh, when you go for per, uh, reproduction art? Who's your go-to guy that you go get stuff from? Um, depends on you know certain game titles. Not everybody has everything, so you got to right. go to different places to get certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you have like a favorite or? Um, Phoenix Arcade has great stuff. Oh, uh, uh, dear. Uh, yes. This old game. This yeah, old all, game. All, all the usual places that. I think everybody uses probably these days, right? Right. Yeah. But see, that's the modern day. Like, I, I started collecting these machines before the internet existed. So right. I had no idea where to get things like that from. So basically, you just had to 
guilt whenever you had, right? Right. Unless somehow when you were seven, you knew about Willis. <laughs> well, yes, but I, I, that would have been amazing. Exactly. I, I'd like to you know, meet that guy. Up. Actually, wouldn't that be freaking cool to meet that guy? Is he still around? I don't know. Let's find out. We can put him on with Shirley Bassey. It'd be hilarious. I mean, the, like the CPOs that were produced for from Willis are hilarious. Yes, they are. Yeah, I, they well, make me laugh. I've got Donkey Kong one. I mean, they're they're freaking they're fun. They're really fun. Right. Although I have a Willis produced elevator action that's just a copy of the uh, of the original, so they didn't make their own art for everything. It's very strange. It might have been things they thought they'd get sued for. Interesting. Taito. Yeah. <laughs> right. What are those guys going to do? They're all going to do this. I don't know. Ah, I'm just going to make anything. I'm just going to Screw die. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, so over the course of time uh, since you've been collecting, did, did you ever actually stop playing arcade games for any length of time? Like, did you join a band? Did you get distracted? Did you get a girlfriend? You know, like, what, did anything, like, happen to you that made you, like, did you join the army? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I never stopped playing. Okay. But, you know, like, I spend more time repairing things than actually playing them these days because, <laughs> as you know, they're constantly breaking down. And, oh, of course. Yeah, so. That is true. That's just a fact of life you have to deal with. Right. Like, people think, oh, you must just play pinball, like, nonstop. Like, going, <laughs> seriously, I spend more time fixing the damn thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what's your, what has been your worst nightmare when it comes to reparation? Like, I've Xenon and Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man and Pioneer. Pioneer has actually been quite good. Um, yeah. But, but like Xenon, uh, I spent so much money and hours on that game. Like I will never make my money back. And I don't <laughs> care because it's I love that pin. But mm-hmm. do you have a game like that? Uh, probably, but the money doesn't matter to me because if I'm going to keep it, which I do... Yeah, I, I will pay whatever it takes to get it if it's if I'm obsessed with that particular title, right? Sure, but if you're playing, let's just say for example, Surfer Champ or like um, Buccaneer. Yes, something's wrong. You don't. It. It's not just a lamp. Lamps are fine, whatever. Uh-huh. But all of a sudden, like the scoring, or there's like some logic problem. Well, with EM games, they don't really require a lot of money to keep them running because you know there's, there's no replacement board or things like that right, right. it's just all maintenance and cleaning and whatnot and but they do have some interesting logic problems because they don't have boards right yeah but what? i've never had a problem getting one back up and running ever. that's awesome because sometimes you know like you'll have scoring problems where the the, the wheels don't change quite right or your mm-hmm. your coin yeah. up is not accepted i will admit that like they're you know, I could spend like 40 hours going through a game at the pill. Sure. But in the long run, I didn't really spend any money doing it, just time. Yeah, and that's enjoyable because mm-hmm. you know you're going to get something working. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a question for you. You got you must have made a lot of friends through this hobby. So your closest friends, what are their, some, some of their go-to games in your collection? Oh, dear. Um, like... We, I, I don't know. It, it's like people come over all the time asking, "Hey, do you have Galaga?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, do you have Miss Pac-Man or Mrs. Pac-Man? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. I have those things. 
Um, I actually kind of find it more interesting when people come over and they discover something new. Yes, that's what I would prefer. Like it's the same typical story. People who are not into the hobby yeah. are gonna gravitate right towards the Pac-Man stuff and Galaga and sure. Centipede and all the uh, known titles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I love those games, but I like the oddball stuff. Like uh, Crash by Exidy, uh, Bandito by Exidy. Oh ba- oh. Well Bandito you know? was a Nintendo game. Yeah, um, Bandito was Sheriff, all the same game, right? Just yep. Ten right. right. Yep. I encountered Bandito first when I was a kid, so that's the one I, okay, got to have that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, you know, Boot Hill was cool. Um, here's, here's one game that people think, oh, my God, how the hell can you like this game? Uh, Jack the Giant Killer. <laughs> I love that. But, oh, know, yeah. I don't play that enough. One of our... Li- one of our listeners said that, um, and actually he was, in, he was one of our guests, he was talking about when he first approached Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a good story about that. And, you know, Donkey Kong and Popeye and other Nintendo games are interesting because they had that smoke plexi that was right up against your face. Mm-hmm. And the monitor is buried like, you know, 18 inches behind that. So... Yep. What basically happens is all the graphics float midair, kind of yeah. like when you do a mirror effect on asteroids or a Omega Race, right? All mm. of a sudden, you have this sort of magical effect where the game is literally floating in front of you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sort of games that are like that magical effect on you? Mm. Well, I know you hate Zaxxon, but that, that <laughs> has that kind of... No, that, it's okay that I hate Zaxxon. And oh, probably, yeah, it is okay. Probably half the audience hates Zaxxon. I, 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 I hate it, but I want both a Zaxxon and a Super Zaxxon in my collection <laughs> yeah. so that I can hate them, like, directly. From, exactly, like I hate you so much. That's kind of like the, me and Defender. The cabinets and the artwork, I feel, are beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I like that, that cabinet. Remember, I don't know if you guys heard of a game called uh, Space Odyssey by Sega. <laughs> Very rare, but it was in that same cabinet, along with my like Congo Bongo. Yes, <clears throat> I'm looking for a control panel for that. For Congo Bongo? No, for Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey. I have oh, the marquee. Oh. I have the board set. I've got. I just need a control panel. <laughs> hey, quick shout out to Steve Taki. He's a uh, a Bronze Age collector who's bought a mm. few games for me. Uh, I got your Owl Coin Door. I saw it the other day. I'll mm. have it in the mail to you soon, buddy. Just want to let know. Yeah, I love Bronze Age stuff, like Clowns, my big way. Clowns, great game. Yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of Donkey Kong, um, sure, I, I played it, I have it, but I actually like Crazy Kong better. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, it's a funny thing is uh, BitKit just uh, recently started supporting Crazy Kong. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. freaking awesome. Yeah. I got I got an update. It's so cool. I mean, I played it at uh, I played the real Crazy Kong, one of the real Crazy Kongs, because there's a couple versions right. over yeah, at Green, Green Fest, and it is it, it's super fun if you're like a, a fan of the original. I think because you notice all the differences, mm-hmm. and it's just it's it makes you laugh as you're playing it because it's like that's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> it's like some weird alternate reality. Right, exactly. It's like like all of those weird space invaders ripoffs that <laughs> impong ripoffs. You're like, wait a minute. It's totally bizarro world Donkey Kong. I love it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Brian Frover says he can't wait for Grink. Hey, how many people in the chat are going to Grinkfest this year? You should probably do that. We should have an arcade radio show there this year. Grinkfest 8. Yeah, we skipped that last year. Let's do that again. We, we haven't done it in a couple of years, but I think... I think we have a lot of stuff we can give away uh, some prizes and you know have some guests there. Mike, have you ever been to Greenfest? I have not. No. We got to get you out there. You'd have a great time. That's what sucks with any Canada. I, you know what? They'll let you over here. I mean, yeah, I, I, ever since that nine eleven thing, they won't let me through the border because oh, really? I don't have a passport, right? Oh, we got to get oh. you one of those. So you know, I, I used to uh, before that happens. I used to go over to Buffalo and whatnot and New York and, to, you know, I'd buy, buy games, right? Sure. So after that, they hassled me. So I said, you know, I'm not going to try anymore. Oh, well, we would love to. You know what? If we do a show, it, this Greenfest, you can be our fourth guest. You can be our, our guy. We'll put you, we'll put another microphone in front of you. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. It'll well, be great. Or, or we can go to Cap City Arcade. That's Orange Whips Arcade in Canada. By the way, I had to cancel my Hawaii vacation this year. No. Yeah. And I just no. want to say a big fuck you to somebody, but I'm not oh, going to no. list his name. But I'm going to say fuck you. Oh, no. Yeah. Dang. So, <laughs> Somebody's upset. Yep, Appropriate. He, he, yep. And that guy can fucking die. Oh, he, wow. Yep. So anyway, I just want to tell you, I'm not going to Hawaii, oh. um, but I am going to MGC because of it. Oh, that, that, that's nice. Yeah, and I want you to come, Mark. I think you should come to MGC. When is it? Uh, it's the first weekend in, in uh, April, before right, before Easter weekend. I'll do it. I'll bring my wife. I think you guys would have a blast. So, Mike, Brian Frober is asking, where in Canada? I'm in right by Niagara Falls, so I'm like 10 minutes from the border. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just well, You're one barrel away from hanging out in New York. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Hey, I have a question, Mike. Mm-hmm. Pong or computer space, if you have to pick? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, definitely computer space because of the cabinet design alone, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. But right. I think Pong is more fun to play. That's true. That's true. By the way, if you want, he makes these lovely computer space magnets, which... <laughs> you don't have one, do you? Oh, my God! Look yeah. at this. It sparkles. It's, yeah, I put that right in the resin. Isn't that freaking cool? Like, That's awesome. I'm going to keep this one. It's, oh, cool. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> wow. I mean, I didn't want to make it all about the magnets, but they're freaking but, cool. Yeah. And that's just a hobby of mine, right? And it's pressure me to start selling them. So I'll, I'll try it. This is a hobby of ours. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast right. is a hobby. Everything's a hobby. Freaking, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Brian, okay, let's tee up a few more questions. We only have a few minutes left, so let's uh, tee up a few more questions. I have some options for you, Brian. Yeah, no. So is there a game in particular that you're proud of your high score on that you like? You know really well? Like as you said, yeah. I, mean, I, I, like you, fix them more than I play them. But is there mm-hmm. one that you're like, I own this game? <laughs> uh, well, I... A while back, I posted on my Facebook page that I was going to uh, attempt to break the world record on Crazy Climber. Uh-huh. I'm, I know I can do it, but I've never done it with uh, being official, right? Because right. Like, there's no proof and no backup. Anybody can say that. So yep. I was going to do it live on camera you know, to prove that, okay, legit. Like, look at my score. I did it live. <laughs> so then I'm getting ready to do that, and then my damn machine broke. 
Ah. So I started thinking, now people are going to think I'm a fucking liar. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So, we'll, so then I thought we'll to myself, how can I resurrect this problem without, you know, having people think that all this guy's full of shit or whatever. Right. So I called my friend, because he has a crazy climber. I said, hey, can I come to your house and do this on your machine? Oh, yeah, I'd love that, but mine's broken also. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So I'm told either one of us gets our up running again, it's going to be on hold, but I will do it eventually. Okay, I have another one of these uh, favorite. Okay. Favorite of, of all the Pac-Man games. Like, which one of those Pac-Man games do you find, like, That's the best? That's a good question. Um, honestly, the most fun one to play is Junior Pac-Man because of the scrolling. I love that. Yeah, that is a cool game. However, obviously, the original Pac-Man for its historical value was more important to me. Right. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm getting pretty damn good at that, too. Like, right now, my highest score is, at, I think, 1.7 million. I, I've never gotten to the kill screen yet, but I think I'll, I will be able to eventually. My top three are Super Pac-Man, Pac-N-Pal, and Junior Pac-Man. In that order. Mine are Super Pac-Man, Super Pac-Man, and Super Pac-Man. I'm just terrible at all of them. Pac-Man is one of those machines I have in the collection so other people can come in and go, ooh, do you have Pac-Man there? But it's it's definitely not a go-to game for me. Delusional in the chat says he loves Pac-Man Plus. That's a good game. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's a fun little mix-up of the the regular game. I mean, delusional. Uh, check out uh, eBay and search for giant uh, arcade magnet. You'll find a bunch. Yeah, I also have keychains in there now, so that'll yeah. probably see a bunch of that stuff Actually, too. I, I think I have a keychain in here. I just look. Where he's it. looking, delusional's arcade. He has a, a YouTube channel. It is. Great. Check out it these is... keychains. Oh, those are my little uh, enamel pins I made. Oh, sorry. Them. Yeah, these are oh, pins. Wow. Oh, I have yeah, I have uh, enamel pins. I have, um, I don't know you can see, there's a gauntlet one. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. These are sweet. Like, uh, I, I, yeah, dude, they, they're so quality. I mean. I'm going to get you some uh, photos of my Hellifier and see if you can make something oh, out of that. yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Since there's only four Hellifiers on the Earth. Delusional wants a signed magnet. Do you think we can hook him up with one of those? Yeah. Delusional, uh, email adam at arcaderadio.com. Tell me which magnet you want, and we'll get you a signed one, okay? You're the winner tonight for asking. Steve says, I'm late tonight, but did Mark get the 350... or best offer super pack yeah. in Houston the other day. I did not even see that. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I, I already. Journey. I already own Adam, one. you need that. Oh, that journey is beautiful. What? Yeah. Where? And oh, journey. yes. I think I actually have a journey magnet in this bag, though. That's beautiful. How's that? How's that journey going, Adam? What's going on? Uh, actually, we were talking about that on the chat, and uh, I think Mr. Peabody's going to hook me up with some welding stuff. Oh, that control yeah. panel. I see. Speaking, of, you know, look at this. Uh, this is what another one they did. Pong. Yes. Look yeah. at look at that guy. I gotta get my pong going. It's like a lapel pin. And we got uh, Jungle King. And uh, I just want one of every game I own. It's Crazy Climber. <laughs> Everything we're talking about is like right here. You'd be spending hundred hundreds oh. of dollars. <laughs> Dude, Brian, check this out. 
Uh, I saw he held one up. It's freaking awesome. Omega Omega Race. That's Uh, amazing. Tapper, which I own. And then he has these freaking awesome keychains. They're just dope. Like Galaga Defender, and they come with like a a really cool I mean they're they're durable. You could you put this on your keychain, they're gonna take a beating. You know, Sinistar. I have some sitting here right now. Karate Champ. Get a shot of it. I didn't know this was gonna turn into a magnet show, but they're freaking oh they're freaking cool. Brian Fober's asking, does he have R type? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice. And here we have some Adams Arcade. Do you have extre- Do you have Exterminator? <laughs> no, I don't have that one. Oh, okay. If you did, I would have you send that to Adam now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, that is amazing. Those are sweet. Anyway, that's really cool. So, Mike, do you have an email you can? Is an Etsy site you want people to go to? Um, I. Do you have an Etsy site? But I don't have anything right now because I haven't had time to list things. Because I the eBay thing is keeping so busy, I just don't have time to do both at once. But I think within the next month or two, I'll have stuff on there slowly. Nice. Well, that's good. I'm glad for your success there on eBay. I just sold some Nike uh, uh, Delorean tennis shoes that I had. <laughs> Oh my God! The sneakerheads just came out and they're like, ah, 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 you know. What do you? Is that? What's the second one from the left? I'm having a. Um, next to Zaxxon. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Sturm Astro Invader. Nice. Oh wow! See, oh, there's Defender. Shouldn't have made fun of Defender. <laughs> what's 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 to the right of Defender in that corner? Uh, Moon Patrol. Moon Patrol. Ah, lovely, love it. Making a mess. That's okay. You know, Moon Patrol is the one game that I did not expect people to really come over and play a lot, but everybody seemed to play Moon Patrol when I had it in the lineup. I think it's very approachable. I think it's boring. After I, I, I had one. Yeah, I love, and I and I I love the music, but after a while, I get bored. I yeah, traded my Stargate for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. So tell us, uh, give us some final. Oh, first of all. Stay, uh, stay with us after the after the break. After we uh, close out, disconnect. After we disconnect. Um, but if you have a, it's a, it, we didn't actually even get into you like owning arcades and stuff. You're gonna have to come back on the show. Cool. Yeah. Season five. Season season five. There we yeah. go. So uh, you've owned, you've operated, uh, you've collected. Do you have yeah. any advice for these people that want to do this? Uh well, you know, when I when I did it, it wasn't the right time because it was after the uh, everything settled down and, and you know the classic games weren't. People were like, "Oh man, this game's ten years old." Like, you know, people didn't appreciate them yet. The sure. Older one, right? Yeah. So they all wanted like the you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat stuff, and that was like '91. Okay. I owned the arcade. All right. And I was, you know, in 91, I was still operating games like Gauntlet and Contra and Ghosts and Goblins. And, you know, they were older. <laughs> Fun but stuff. Not yeah. extremely older, right? But yep. they're old enough that people are like, oh, this sucks. But you picked you picked earners. Uh, there were games that were still earning. Yeah. 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 But, you know, so basically, I did it for my own enjoyment, but I certainly did not get rich off it. Sure. Because... 
Yeah. Hmm. Nice. We don't care about that. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's, for, yeah. it's for the love of the game. You know? Exactly. That's what it was. And also, it was astute for me because I ran out of space in my house. So I'm like, hmm, now I can fit 30 or 40 more into another place. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, I think this has been a really t- uh, just a great time having you on the show tonight. So thanks for coming and joining us. Uh, this has been the, the double R's. That's Arcade Radio. Yeah. So thanks for listening in. You we skipped our- us. Yeah. <laughs> so now what do we do? Uh, here, I'll read this. Like <laughs> us like us at Facebook.com slash Arcade Radio or check out our semi-regularly updated blog, which means almost never... Add to ArcadeRadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. You can call and leave comments on the question line. That's uh, 612-548-GAME or 4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4263-4